Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Audacity. Sorry for the fucked up timing and consistency. I thought I'd be back a lot sooner than I was. I just got distracted and then I hurt myself. But we're going to say that for weekend updates. Uh, I'm going to start the podcast with um, thank you to the additional person who is helping me right my wrong on my Spotify score. Like I actually felt like it was a personal vendetta to those five people who kind of rank. I think they ranked me one star. I can also see my analytics. I don't know if my show would make sense in the context of the world because there's some global listeners or maybe who just don't understand me I don't know so like fuck them whatever whoever did that awful thank you to the people that's not about the haters this is thank you to the people who are helping me right my wrong on my score so I just want to say thank you for that um in terms of weekend updates so like I said I'm gonna be doing this in my bed from now on but I'm in my bed attempting to practice rice which thank you Mr. Everly my middle school health and education professor my health and education teacher rice is rest ice compression elevation because this weekend I like I fell off a scooter but like honestly I was trying to be a good scooter driver well I fucked up I was in the sidewalk I shouldn't have been the sidewalk but I was uh under the influence and I didn't want to drive in the street and in order to stop from running and I should have known better because it's a Saturday night in Austin but uh instead of trying to I didn't want to run to some people so I braked and I just like had heels on so I kind of lost my balance and I ended up falling out of both of my heels rolling both of my feet so both my feet are fucked up but one more so than the other so bad I'm like limping so yeah I'm in the bed and I had to call out sick even though I could work today because you can't just work from home you have to call out sick if you have something to do like Mm, let me not say anything else but yes so I had to call out sick today because my feet are fucked up and I don't know when they're gonna get better and I have something I have to do Saturday and I have to go so I might just be flats oriented but anyways uneventful weekend updates I just yeah I can't believe I hurt myself but ultimately we we are going to be okay I just really don't want to go to the I hope it heals itself it's not swollen it just feels sore like I bruised the bone because I don't really want to go to the doctors because I feel like they're just gonna make me charge me a bunch of money and I just can't afford that right now like that's not a bill I want to deal with but yes thank you for coming back so today's episode we're going to be kind of all over the place per usual. I also did want to spotlight I have some exciting episodes coming up um in the near future I'm going to do a state of the union on dating with someone who I think could actually host her own pod well two of these people I will be separate guests but they both did have their own podcast if I can find some episodes I will link them um but I think that they're both entertaining together and they could also have their own podcasts individually so I'm going to have someone come on to talk about the state of the union of dating I think she would be like a date a great like she could actually have a really good dating podcast like a really good advice podcast I think she does offer some sound advice and then uh another friend who's going to come on we're going to do piercing the corporate uh baddie veil I think that's actually a very nice name so pats on the back um but we're also going to talk about how like what does it actually mean to be a corporate baddie and Loki that well that shit needs to stop we need to stop romanticizing and being a uh, a cog in capitalism but like yes being a corporate baddie and I think he'd, he he they fully had a podcast but me through my podcast eyes I would think like he would have like a a really good pop culture podcast and then another person but we're workshopping on what that'll be so I have ultimately that's all to say I have some very exciting guests so I think we're it's going to be really great I'm also have a rebrand coming I think I'm actually that might have been a hard swallow I don't know if you heard that and I might have to pause to clear my throat because I don't know what's going on with me but I I think I'm I'm really gonna take this seriously I say that I've said that so many times but I actually think I'm gonna take this seriously like I think tweaking what works for me but I actually do enjoy this I think this is very fun so with my rebrand coming I really want to try to take this seriously and like post about this I just like I think what why it's really hard for me is because like people could literally I wanted to sing the rent song so bad but like people could literally spend their moments and minutes of their life doing something like so like better than this but yet some people still listen and I'm so grateful for that but like I just have a hard time putting my pockets up there so I'm like girl I don't really think I'm saying anything that interesting like well maybe a little bit more interesting like okay actually let me step into my SME bag I think for what this podcast is like if I could tie if I could put this podcast in a genre or a certain type of genre uh, a genre it'd be like a Gen Z podcast like the Gen Z podcasts that are like but mine's not mental health but like could be focused on mental health like it could be that podcast and if y'all looking for this podcast I could send you a list but like it could be those podcasts although 
I guess like there's just not many black girls who are popular in that genre like that could be my genre and like in that genre I think that this could be a state like I think this could be okay which is why I'm beefing with my, that Spotify score because I think that that's just so not fair but like in that genre podcast I think too and also one thing I think I actually do have and this is why I'm gonna brag on my shit I think I actually do have good sound quality and I paid my sound quality is now shifting down to my bed because I'm my mic or my my mouth is on the mic which is why I really understand people say like oh she put her pussy on that mic like because you have to be so fucking close to this mic to have good sound to make it sound good but like I think what my 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 mic quality, like my sound quality is actually very good. Now the content like that is actually just up for debate and like I could actually be saying total bullshit and probably most of the time I just be fucking saying shit. And it is kind of found in something but like you you don't have to be there with me, you know what I mean? So like that's what I'm thinking like girl, I could just be saying something that's just so unimaginative and like you don't really have to be here. So like th- thank you to the people who are here, but th- I think that's what's holding me back from really promoting this because I'm like it I don't know maybe I gotta find the, the sauce or like what makes this this because I think it's me but like I mean I wasn't that girl or nothing I'm not that bitch or nothing but I don't know like I really gotta reflect on this like I want to take this seriously but I need to figure out my angle because I don't really want to be like an Ember Chamberlain like so self-deprecating why am I here way but I really don't want to be like oh girl I gotta gotta I have to have a mic like I gotta do this like you know what I mean so I need to find my balance and like why I'm doing this but anyways yeah just some just some things that are coming down the pipeline just want to share here uh and like I said thank you to the the warriors on Spotify who are helping me like I like I said I just don't think that that's fair so today we're going to be talking about let me put my notes climate havens we kind of have a packed little list today climate havens fleeing states empty aesthetic shops teen shows uh shows i'll have another segue about shows in there uh biracials i'm rooting for <laughs> that should actually go after erica minna uh erica minna uh calling spice a monkey like just in colors and shit they have to tap into and then i wonder do i want to get in on men because i'm actually so hesitant to get in on men like lately and think part of me is like I, I think i should go off the internet but i actually don't i think it's actually things that do like exist in real life and this is something that happened in real life so um I would want to say if you saw this but everyone has just a different algorithm and now what Elon's doing now to the platform like literally everybody has a different for you page but this girl came on TikTok to talk about she was in the hospital and it was actually very sad so I couldn't even get through it but the gist was she's in the hospital and she had this big knot on the side of her head and she was just saying like why did I, what did I do to deserve this because some guy asked for her number and because she said no he hit her with a brick and then what ensued was men on the internet saying why she deserved to be abused or like just coming up with some like just doing some really shady things just have damn sis i'm sorry that happened like that guy's a fucking asshole say basically just going through all her content combing through her whole life to say oh well she hates men anyway so this is what she deserves and it's like whoa and people are coming up with some really poignant points about i don't know if poignant points is redundant but whatever people are coming up with some really good points about like well women are seeing in response to this like men are even afraid of men so what do you think women are when like nothing we do it doesn't matter how much we protect ourselves will we ever be safe and then somebody said well that's why we get guns like so we can so we can protect ourselves what and then someone then said so you agree that men are violent so we all agree that men are violent so like i think two like the two things i'm i do be joking like oh i'm gonna get guns let's live in texas but i don't think that gun violence is a great response to the root of violence and the and the root of violence being misogyny i don't think gun and misogyny and patriarchy and then your response is just get a gun to protect yourself and i don't even think that 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 logic works for women because there are multiple women who have shot or killed uh their abusers and now are in jail so like it doesn't matter what i do there's no way i can i could follow the law i could get lawless and i'm still being harmed by a man like that's really gross and so like it's also spurring these conversations about like you know you know who's gonna protect women and someone said black women which for the most part yes some of y'all weird some of y'all are picking these but like you're I'm not expecting black men to ever help me in any capacity like any capacity and I think like I also have thought to like this whole discourse is starting of like there's two sides and this is actually black people like this is me talking about black people business uh like that's tough because i should i be talking about black people business like on a public platform i don't know so well this is really for my blacks just every if you're not black just listen like i don't really think you have anything to contribute to this conversation but just listen we're getting into intercommunity issues it was two thoughts of like black women are only going to be supporting black women which yeah and then 
the other thought was like there really is no black community which I agree like well in this modern age in this modern age I do agree when I think about my grandparents or even my parents I do think there was more sense of a community and I actually don't know what is eroding it I think it's hate patriarchy and massage noir but so I think I answered that I think there's a lot of things that are currently eroding it but in kind of the internet um maybe it actually didn't exist because I've been thinking like my grandpa was a fucking dog so I don't even know like I think they had a better sense of community like I still think the issues were obviously the issues were present but it's I don't think it's nearly as bad as this like it has eroded but like it just seems that like even when I think about myself too about like who I'm in community with I've actively made a choice to not be in community with cis hetero like oh let's actually let's place it it's not black men because I love uh uh black queer male identifying people in my life I think love them a place of safety and safe place um but when I think about cis hetero black men I have actively chosen to extricate them out of my community because it no it does not serve me like I and I think I'm actually saying this a lot more eloquent than I would say because like I would actually just say that I think black men are the blank 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 and if you know me you know what that is but I'm I'm actually here to explain why I'm just not in community with black men I think that like I can't really have conversations with them in depth about like issues that I face and honestly when I do I have to really equate it back to racism in general because I think that's something that they understand which and my thing is like I've been able to kiki with them like we can all have a good time although there's like some some homophobia some color like all those things like I can kiki with really anybody but I think when really being vulnerable and showing my true self I can't really have those conversations and I think too like something about me like I kind of don't really feel safe in that space because like for example when I would try to talk to my black male friends about Tory Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion oh these niggas was defending Tory Lanez like it was their daytime job like it was a thing that kept their lights on and I get it I don't get it I mean I know you're defending patriarchy and you're giving the you're saying like oh well we don't have the justice system she's black man blah, blah, blah. okay but you're not really acknowledging the harm that a black man uh imparted onto a black woman the violence that was perpetuated and just saying that she was lying and that that she wasn't telling the truth and that was so harmful I I don't think they realized like I think everyone would say like oh it's it's uh something that's happening to pop culture like it's not pop culture but you know like it's in the popular zeitgeist it's what everybody's talking about but it made me really look inward to say that like if I was in a situation where um something had happened to me in a similar situation I don't think that they would believe me and my thing is like how can I expect someone to be in community with me and my definition of what I want in community when men aren't even in community with themselves like half of the discourse is like oh well y'all need to care about our mental health y'all don't even care about each other's mental health you're making fun of each other like y'all don't even care about each other's health y'all don't even like each other and my friend Tyler always says this men don't have friends like niggas don't have friends niggas have other niggas like niggas only have like I I can't even imagine a I'm only think I think I'm only speaking about black men because those are like the only ones that I could even kind of be in community with like there's no cis hetero white man that I'm in community with I don't even yeah when's the, I don't even think I have like a friend that's a cis hetero white man dead ass that's crazy like maybe an associate or Instagram follower someone I went to college with but like in my adult life no nor I do not have a cis hetero white man friend so I can only speak in proximity to black men because that's who I would most likely be in community with if I chose to associate with cis like if I chose to have more cis hetero men in my community because the only cis hetero man I have in my community is my fucking dad and he's there and I don't like so like you know what I mean like uh if I could divest well not if I could divest from my dad but you know what I mean like that nigga's just in my life you know what I mean so men aren't even in community with other men men also care too much about what other men say and men are too afraid to talk like men are too afraid to like and like too afraid to stand up to men like the fact that I don't know it just bugs me that like if something happened to a woman and there's 20 million niggas standing there they're not gonna do anything and I think that's crazy like like when that woman when that woman was hit with a brick she said that there were 15 20 men standing around and no one someone let him do that like stand up for something or you'll fall for anything and they do be falling for it like I don't and I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm a, I think I'm starting to buy not all men bag but honestly if it don't if it don't duck if it don't apply like if hit dogs holler and that's one thing I realized with men to hit dogs holler if you know it's not about you because you know you're a stand-up man and you know you would never 
then it's not about you like it's not about you but for the people who be doing bitch shit and like just don't be about it that's very annoying so like ultimately you can i can't expect for a black man to be in community with me because they're not even communing with themselves they don't even have crucial conversations with themselves like i don't know what the fuck is going over there but it don't sound nice and i know that it's complex things that they're dealing with but i don't give a fuck just like they don't be giving a fuck what i be going through so like i just don't have a fuck to give i really only have a, a fuck to give about the girls who have a fuck to give about me and that's that on that so like it's just embarrassing like it's actually just embarrassing that the state that we're in and i I'm part of me is like oh I don't talk about because gender wars it's not really gender wars it's actually my experience about how I am not in community how I actively choose not to be in community with black men but then also on top of that too let's even take it to the social sphere in the social sphere I don't be having nothing to talk to them about it's like it's so monotone so ooh, gotta be so cool like gotta talk low and one word answers two word answers and maybe they do be talking to each other I don't know but then on top of that like let's say we go out I think honestly club culture is dead because at the gay bars though it's lit though like at the gay bars everyone's dancing everyone's having a good time love that whenever you go into the straight clubs it just be niggas standing around and not saying anything and just looking crazy is that your idea of fun like actually spotify has this little q a questions let me ask a q a question is that men's idea of fun is just standing around the club and just not having fun and it actually it, I try to let it kill the vibe, but it actually just sucks the vibe because, like, if we're out, we should all be dancing. Like, we should all be having a good time. But no, like, it's wallflower shit over there. And I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Like, so even in my social life, because I think I do like to go out with my girls. And I think I'm just in that, that stage. Maybe I'll grow out of it. But I do like to go out with my girls. And when I go out, like, and the girls is everybody. Like, but when I go out with my people, I want, like, I know I can't impart a good time. But for the most time, when it's really the girls, the, like, everybody be jumping like everybody be jumping so like i don't know like it's just hard for me to be in community with niggas it's just hard to be in community with niggas and that's okay because i don't have to be i can choose who I, I be in community with but then it's also hard when you can do everything you want in the world to be safe and you do a man can always just violate you like a man can actually just do so many things to fuck up your life in so many avenues because of the carelessness and the lack of care for themselves and others and just because you're miserable doesn't mean you have to make everybody else miserable hurt people hurt people but honestly turn that somewhere else like turn that someone else turn that somewhere else and what i'm gonna impart what they the great kim cattrall said is that if i'm not even enjoying myself for a second I don't want to be involved and I'm actually that is the motto that I'm taking on for my life is like if I'm not enjoying myself for even a second girl what the fuck am I doing because I have to enjoy we only have a finite amount of time on this rock and not in like a philosophical way like no bitch we really only have a really finite time on this rock maybe 20 years I have to get I have to get it while the getting's good Ugh, I live for a little old black idiom but I gotta get what I gotta get what again is good and I I that's just what I gotta do um so yeah that's my little rant I didn't think I was gonna get into it but I did get into it uh so now let's move on to climate haven so I just had a thought recently because I've been actually living in the day the devil's anus for a couple of weeks and I'm not even kidding like I think that the devil sharded here and we're still in the plume of it like <laughs> because it's been a hundred and speaking of shit did you guys hear about the delta plane where the person had diary the diary if you go watch was up and down and they had to land because of biohazard girl what the fuck what the fuck like you have to check on your gut microbiome we have to prioritize that um but it's been 103, 104 plus degrees for the past couple of weeks to the point that it was 91 last week. And I walked and I actually did a walk at my job because I was like, oh, my God, it's so cool. It's like very this feels good. And it was breezy. And I was like, wow, like this feels it felt like 70 degrees because I've been actually burning up. And I mean, last summer was bad, but I think like last summer it would reach like 101 at night or like it like we would go out, but like it wasn't that bad. 106 degrees and the sun has actually I feel like it's been burning through my sunscreen um but it also made me realize because everyone's like oh it's been a hot summer I think because like of climate change the 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 different seasons like winter summer I guess like which are two extremes of a, of weather are going to become so much more intense like I our winter bet was bad last winter 
but this winter it, it was like catastrophically bad I, and i talked about it, that's why that the city manager got fired last episode like it, it was catastrophically bad but this winter i think it's also just going to get worse because i just feel like it's the what's that thing where you like drop the ball and the other one swings like that a pendulum sorry it's like a pendulum effect of like it's just going to go back and forward um and so that's i'm actually very nervous for the winter and i was talking to someone at my favorite uh, bougie shop called by george and they were talking about how like rich people can just literally pick up and go somewhere else for the summer and then come back when it starts so he's like oh people who are rich are like left for the summer but they're gonna start coming back right now and right now it's starting to cool so i'm like thinking to myself like what's actually just so crazy is like which is so true but it's dark because now i think we're really living in it and like i think that we a couple years ago we're thinking oh climate change okay girl we could fix this uh okay girl now we're okay girl we need to fix this it's over but it's not over for the rich people it's over for the poor people like if you can't afford to leave uh if you can't afford to leave then like what are you gonna do you're gonna have to experience the brunt of whatever the weather is um or like if you live closer to like a industrial town with a lot of cancerous fumes you can't afford to leave like you're gonna experience the brunt of that like poor people can't afford to relocate and so it's just like the survival of the richest like the richest people are going to be able to move throughout the world when climate change gets really bad be able to relocate to different parts of the u.s because i think too like we're gonna have to move to oklahoma is oklahoma in the middle of the uh, the country i think like actually the american education system failed us because at least on the west coast i'm like girl what the fuck is in the middle of america map of the usa okay per uh, oh my god oklahoma's above texas i did not know that okay we're gonna have to move to oklahoma here are who are here are moving options and i actually don't want to move to any of these places but we have north dakota we have south dakota montana wyoming does utah count i don't know that's kind of close uh kansas colorado missouri iowa maybe minnesota we have to move there like well, god what are we gonna do but they have like there's nowhere you can go now where you won't experience a natural disaster like they have tornadoes and stuff um girl that's so scary um so like we're gonna have to move to the middle of the u.s because like i feel like with like uh rising water levels and like also i just don't know like picking my natural disaster i guess i pick a tornado girl i guess like it's so dark it's so dank it's awful like girl like people in the 2000s shouldn't have been having kids like that because what are we gonna do like i don't know there there is nothing that we can do and then on top of that too speaking of fleeing so i just i've been following the story of this louisianan doctor who's gay and he's like one of the only pediatric like uh pediatric surgeons who do a like a, a specific type of heart surgery hold on let me look it up and he purposely went to louisiana so that he could practice in a state and give like that state resources doctor hold on fleeing girl cannot spell born in the u.s that song is like my head that sucks um a p oh he's a pediatric cardiologist but he's chosen to leave the state because of the uh, the basically the anti-lgbtqia plus laws which i totally understand and he said he literally put out an open letter on his twitter he's like it is actually just not safe for me to practice i came to this state to offer a resource when there wasn't many doctors here i think he's like one of two or maybe hold on let's see oh he's one of one he's number one he's the only one that's actually crazy so he's like girl i have to move with me and my family i have kids i can't do this and it just makes me think that like we are running off care uh and services because of the hostility of the uh, political climate as well of like minority and marginalized communities or really global communities global uh global minorities but bitches act like they don't never they never seen shit here um running them off because of our such our all our restrictive laws and even here like in texas one of the hospitals near me they had to close because of the uh the the anti-trans bills here in texas sorry congested because of the anti sorry brain fire i'm i'm far i'm brain farting right now because of the anti-trans laws here in texas um 
God, Leah, come on, let's let's work this through. Uh, they had to close down the children's ward where kids could go see re- go receive care because they also did offer like uh, treatment and uh, surgeries for trans folks and trans children. So they had to close down that ward. Also, on top of that, like OBGYNs are also wanting to leave the state because they can't practice their job to the fullest of their ability. Like even if you said like, okay, you just can't be aborting kids because you want to. That's actually such a hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> whatever you know what I mean though like sorry whatever that was a little crass um if you, you just because you want an abortion versus like you something could actually happen and you need to get an abortion or you will lose your life like but they can't even perform those for like girl I can't even do my job to the best of my ability I can't even practice the Hippocratic Oath work like come on so like what am I even though some doctors don't even give a fuck but like you know what I mean they can't even practice so they're just deciding to leave the state and go to Blue Havens which I'm like no shade of Blue Haven it's better but like anyways like so what are we supposed to do like people also can't afford to like them themselves who may be a part of a a marginalized group who has like anti-lbgqia plus laws anti-trans laws anti-abortion laws like anti-black laws like whatever all those things like people just can't afford to get up and move to the west coast or the east coast or other states that are practicing like that's not a reality and like what's really crazy here in texas is greg's greg abbott's crazy ass has he's trying to push forward this death star bill here in texas that supersedes um cities uh city laws so like for example here in Texas and here in austin apd has said that if you have like a, a certain amount of weed that's under a certain amount then they won't they won't um not charge you i guess charge you i don't know if that's a uh there's another word i'm looking for but i'm just have to go with charges but they won't charge you but this death star bill it basically says like girl I don't give a fuck like it's illegal so you're going to jail so it just supersedes it supersedes city law okay it was just overturned yesterday good like that nigga's crazy but the fact that and he I think limiting local control too that would have really impacted Austin because Austin is a quote-unquote I mean it is a blue city but like it just would have heavily impacted kind of more of the liberal laws that exist here so it's just like actually just very crazy and like me living in Texas I just I'll never live in a southern state again just based on the laws like to me I'm like I just will never do that again especially like I'm not saying Portland is any better like Portland is also very racist but like at least I could go to the clinic if I needed to like just some things that I need or like at least I could go to the dispensary if I wanted to like there's just things that would greatly improve the my uh value of life if I had the ability to do certain things and so it's just like actually very very insane okay so we talked about climate havens empty aesthetic shops so like um I think that we've entered into an era of just like bitches are just doing shit to be doing shit like obviously the quality of things have gone down like I saw a tweet today like brands have now figured out that people will buy faux uh faux leather and faux like uh luxury materials and they've you know um I'm brain farting so bad they've rebranded it as um environmentally friendly but they can still charge the same prices so like for example acne could have like a faux leather three thousand dollar leather jacket and charge three thousand dollars and somebody would fucking buy it and to me that's actually insane i'm not paying three thousand dollars for something unless it's actually from the cow from the mama i don't care sorry like i'm not i, I think that's actually just a scam and just like brands have found out that people will like just take fast fashion and don't really give a fuck if the quality of the the stuff is made good and you could also say that you're slow fashion but I just actually don't believe it because I'm like the quality is actually very insane which is like similar to Mira Palais like so this boob top that I got I'm gonna have to I'm gonna let y'all know when I wear it and post it which actually be very cute for a trip I'm going on soon but this boob top it's like $400 but it's made of spandex and it's not even like high quality spandex it like has spandex on underwire and this nigga thinks you should charge 400 like to me that's actual literally insanity but bitches be eating it up and bitches bought it i I did buy it but i bought it for a hundred dollars so i bought it on sale and bitches be eating it up so it's like no one has to even try anymore so now that let's let's use that as the precipice for what i'm about to talk about so like in austin bitches just be popping up with these empty ass aesthetic aesthetic shops like empty in terms of this is a marketing exercise this is not real you are just trying shit and throwing shit at the wall and i need you to come a little bit harder you thought you was killing that shit i told you go harder police like so for example i went to this bookshop and it it was on tiktok so that was actually the wrong uh 
I shouldn't win. But I was like, oh my God, another cute bookshop because I'm coming with the the thought of pals. Now, if you go to Portland, now I will say Portland has some things, okay? I mean, to be like other things could be to be desired, but like Portland has some things. And one of the things that they do have is a banging ass bookstore named Pals Bookstore. It has every book you could ever think of and it's so magical. And I have gone there since I was a child and I love that bookstore. I done found some of my favorite books in that bookstore. I love that bookstore. I think it's a great bookstore. So I thought I was going to give those vibes. So I go into the bookstore, bitch. There are 10 books per shelf, like 10 books per shelf. I repeat, 10 books per shelf. And I mean like laid across the shelf, like three on the top shelf. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You can't, I'm gonna see if they call themselves a bookshop because it's also a coffee shop, but so is pal. So I don't even understand what the excuse is. Like if I ever, my dream is to open up a bookstore. Hold on. My dream is to open up a bookstore. And if I want a bookstore, girl, we will have books. Like we will have books. Uh, Hold on. Okay. Okay. It's first line bookshop. That's the name of the book or first light bookshop. That's the name of the bookshop. So it's not even being marketed as a cafe in the title. It, it's marketed as a bookshop and it's a sad bookshop. And I've also been to some other bookshops here in Austin. And I mean, they're not pals, but they are, they have multiple books nonetheless. Like, so it was giving not a real bookshop. And so that pissed me off. But prior to that, a couple of weeks ago, I went to this place called Elementary in Austin. It's a newly opened up restaurant next to this bomb ass Thai restaurant called Super Thai. Love Super Thai. Great pad to you. I'm still on the quest to find my favorite pad to you, but it's tough. Um and obviously by the name it's it's thematically themed after uh an elementary school so anyways it's like the new pop and restaurant they have lines hard to book whatever so I went the first time and I immediately left because I was so hungry and the drink was nasty that they made me and I was like the prices were too expensive for me to eat alone so I was like I'm not even gonna do this and you it's a restaurant where you have to get multiple plates so you have to go with friends they don't make standalone dishes or else you just like have a hell expensive bill so I ended up going another time with a friend and so they have a sister bar called hopscotch hopscotch eight to drinks eight service eight because i think i think some restaurants could actually just kill drinks and light bites like i think that's actually what some people should be doing instead of you know doing a whole restaurant bit you know so anyways go to the restaurant so thematically speaking they have like uh the little dotted the little paper with the lines line paper with the dotted lines on the middle um they have cubbies okay and this is what really pissed me off they had cubbies for the the wait the the service people's uh the workers uh personal stuff so like if the waitresses and the bartenders and the front of house whatever front of house back about the back house they had their shit in a cubby that was in the open so they didn't even have a break room i actually don't agree with that i think you should give employees a break room like a place to go decompress after they've been working so their shit's just out in the open and also someone could steal that okay so the ambiance to me i'm like okay i get it they went really hard. ultimately like they went really hard with the theme and i think that that's okay when the rest of the things follow but they didn't okay so now we've already said the drinks were nasty uh ambiance i if you if they were actually killing their first line of duty then i could understand um the rest of the things but they weren't so their menu is as follows let's read it out because also some of their drinks was pissing me the fuck off okay so kool-aid cosmo that's one of their drinks carrie bradshaw proved it not too sweet uh i don't think carrie bradshaw was drinking a kool-aid cosmo no tea no shade Tito's vodka, Contral, I don't know if I said that right, and fermented Kool-Aid. Like, it also, it's a fusion restaurant. We're going to get to it. But I'm going to just say that, like, I think bitches are taking fusion too far. Like, you can't be fusing 10 fucking different cuisines. And it's going to come through the menu. Like, what are you doing here? So, anyways, fermented Kool-Aid, you can miss me with that. Like, that actually sounds fucking disgusting. Monkey bars, banana Laffy Taffy, but, like, good. Okay. P's and Q's. P's and Q's is P-E-A-S, like P's that you eat, and Q's, C-U-E-S. I don't know if that's how you actually spell Q's in the P's and Q's. Um, Forge Gin, Pernod, Cucumber, Snap Pea. No, lost me to Snap Pea. Like, girls, let's just make some drinks here. Like, do y'all niggas make a Paloma? You can make, you could, even <laughs> that sounds ghetto as fuck, you can still make a Paloma that's kind of outside the box. And they actually did that at Hopscotch. It was a very good fucking Paloma uh bell pep in your step uh uh-uh. black pepper tequila charred bell pepper no you lost me at the bell pepper sorry that's weird ego suspresso okay now this shit now i'm gonna spell this out for y'all and i'm gonna say it slowly and then i want y'all to pronounce it in your head because every time i said this this is fucked me up it's spelled e g g o dash s 
E-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
there are some businesses who have lasted the test of time in small business because they're a bit like they are serious about their business and that's no shade at the girls who had good businesses and they just they lost track of everything that's no shade to y'all but this is giving this is not going to stand the test of time it's not giving it's not giving i can evolve into something that's really great it just seems like a fucking mess a fucking mess like i don't know and then there's some other restaurants in this city that are very fucking good and i think that suerte is one of them even though no i think it's suerte is one of them i'm trying to think what other restaurants do i like wu chow bussin there's just other good restaurants here and carpenter's hall now let's talk about and like to me carpenter's is a good marketing exercise carpenter hall is actually my go-to my go-to og place like no matter what it could be the busiest saturday and they always gonna have a reservation and that's what you need a go-to spot that will always seat you and they will always seat you and it's like it's uh it's like a hotel but the restaurant part is like based in like an old community center or like gymnasium but they still kept some of those vibes there food good burger good fries good food good drinks good things are good there like i would say that's a really great establishment so like there are things where that can look kind of like uh kitschy and like kind of catchy and like kind of like trendy but are still good things but don't nobody be ta- like i think what i've gone wrong is like bitches be on tiktok talking about this shit and it's awful 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 so i think we just got to get back to good business y'all like good business with well thought out ideas that are really here to serve something okay so empty aesthetic shops in austin check okay so we're gonna talk about teen shows so i've just been really feeling lately that like we've been getting some good teen show representation with the summer i turn pretty never have i ever love uh love victor i heard Heartstoppers was good but I'm, i haven't gotten into that yet um we've just been getting good content for teens lately and it's just been warming my heart like the type of content that i wish that i had as a teen i was watching bad girls club like and for what like the summer i turn pretty i read those books uh when they came out and like to see the series now so cute and like is giving young talent uh the opportunity to act i um i don't know if sabrina and the teenage witch or the chilling adventures of sabrina is like teen but that ate it up a bit hold on let me look it up they say euphoria is a teen show they gotta be for fucking real oh grownish oh that's what i really forgot grownish i actually am so sad they're canceling grownish with junior story because i think junior is so much of a better actor than fucking uh yar shahidi and he like actually is good and they have like so many good cameos that i feel like teenagers would love or like like that age group would love so they're kind of eating it up on um grownish i don't know if um what's that show outer banks is like a teen show it is fucking bad though like i mean like good actual shows like i'm just it makes me please it pleases the heart someone said atypical i don't think atypical counts um yeah i just feel like it's good to get teen shows back so i feel like too like someone was talking about this on tiktok about like and also like i guess like the experience of being a tween in a teen like no longer exists like you're very you're catapulted into the next part of your life very quickly like i think i was actually my transition from disney channel to like vh1 was like maybe at 13 14 very young and like i i then kind of like transitioned to adult entertainment and like i was watching love and hip-hop like not things for children bad girls club and i was leaving my disney channel roots behind and so it's nice to see that like we're still getting good teen stories and like but they're saying like the the era of the tween might be coming back with girls who are actually speaking to the tweens like no shade i think renee rap is really for the tween girls like the teen girls because i think she ate it up a bit with talk too much and like yeah she'd be kind of swearing but like it's not like doja cat need to know raunchy it still could be like a very teen experience or like a very young adult 23 experience which i super love that like we're we're getting the girls who are making good things and like good music and putting things out there i guess they're saying like the addison ray like i actually do think as a as a tween or like a younger teen i would like addison ray's ep that she she dropped it's not bad pop music like it is actually pop music that some of the girls should be releasing and she even got a charlie xcx feature so i'm just saying like i, I don't know the t representation i'm i'm feeling is good and i also think like there's this new show on hulu about like uh uh i think they're all well some of them most of them are black black t- uh teen witches like we're just getting some good teen content and a shout out to the teen girls i hope you're really soaking it up because we didn't get any of that we're also getting like i think some good college content ish like sex as a college girls rewatch that amazing 
Gen V is coming, which is I don't I think maybe that just might be adult content based on the college setting, which is the uh off or not off spin, spin off of the boys. So we're just we're eating good, y'all. And I'm becoming to love a little teen show. Also, I, I mean I mentioned Love Victor, but I also thought that was a very cute show. Um Speaking of shows, I've also realized that USA has been making USA has some fucking bangers. Like I just rewatched White Collar stand-up show like stand-up show great six season run with matt bomber and the the nigga who plays stanny from uh sex in the city love him too uh just a great show and then also i'm glad that suits is back in the national zeitgeist because i have been an og suits fans for like eight years i think that suits is some of the best tv like the best like running drama it is so good so emotional and i think also what i love about those tv shows are like i love like two people who would just become best friends and would do anything for one another and like just have this deep connection and they're like doing a task together like in white collar they're solving white collar crimes together in suits they're doing the law together like i just love a little buddy buddy uh dramedy love so i think that usa has some great shows like some like like some shows are really worth the rewatch because like this was actually tv like you might have did something okay so we're gonna talk about erica minna uh girl i took an i wrote something in my notes and i don't understand what the fuck i mean by that but i'm gonna talk about erica minica call erica minica calling erica minica Erica Mena calling uh, Spice a monkey. So let's let's just set the scene. So Erica is she's not Afro Latina. She is Dominican and Puerto Rican. Okay, I think that says it all. And then Spice is Jamaican, dark skinned Jamaican. Erica Mena, Erica, Erica, whatever the fuck that bitch's name is. Erica is like racially ambiguous, Dominican, Puerto Rican. So they're both a part of the love and hip-hop i think it was the atlanta franchise okay so love and hip-hop actually used to be that girl like i think that it love and hip-hop definitely had its moments cardi it, i think it's the way that i think it's the reason that cardi b is platformed and she's the only person to actually become super successful off of love and hip-hop like some successful girls have joined like santana was on the love and hip-hop miami season like it, it it's had its things it's had its moments i think the love and hip-hop in atlanta used to be the best when jocelyn was on it jocelyn and stevie and mimi like that was when it's at its best but like now i think reality tv are in the dregs of like life like i don't know what they're doing it's not as good as it used to be um and yeah basically anyways so erica mena i'm gonna fuck up this lady's name let me just call her erica erica is on love and hip-hop atlanta she started on love and hip-hop new york when she was fucking with this nigga named rich dollars who was actually such a fucking loser and ugly but he was fucking around her music she was fucking him they was dating they was doing things got into it then she ended up going getting into a relationship with sin santana sin santana sin santana is also a racially ambiguous latina woman from new york so is erica i think i don't know she's well puerto rican dominican yeah she's probably from new york <laughs> and um she's in a relationship with her they end up breaking up she trickles through the love and hip-hop line to get to scat bz safari safari is Nicki minaj's ex-boyfriend and loser scat bz um and they end up getting together and having babies although he actually hates her like he i think he wasn't there when she gave birth to one of the kids they've been like in a very tumultuous relationship everyone told her to leave that nigga alone because he's a loser she ended up having two kids with him anyways so now they're going through a divorce but like it's very tumultuous like safari saying that they're still fucking even though like he's done awful things to her like flaunted women in her face it doesn't matter oh like i mean it doesn't matter like it does suck but that's just the backstory so anyways she goes to spice for a sit down because like the whole premise of the show is you have to just confront like any really reality tv show that's based on people's lives is you have to go sit down and confront things so she goes to sit down to confront things with spice and basically like, why are you taking his side and she's saying like well safari told me this and like well she's like well i'm you know a single mom and then spice says to her like girl you act like you're the only woman in america who's a single mom having to raise it. i've been doing it for forever and then she says she's been doing it for forever so they just start getting into a, a beef and then spice says to erica like oh that's why your son don't like you (laughs) which 
she Erica had mentioned on the show before, so yes, that was a low blow. So then what Erica does is lifts up the table and tries to flip the table at her, which like what the fuck? That's actually insane. And so security has to break them up. They're fighting. They're beefing. I think I'm actually recounting the scene very great. And then basically Erica yells out and calls Spice a monkey, and then calls her a blue monkey because Spice had a blue wig on. Um, and this has like erupted as outroar, like an outrage. Uh, through the little reality tv show blog conversations or whatever because obviously calling spice a monkey is a racial epithet and i think too that like i think some people who realize they're in a position where they have some sort of privilege i.e proximity to whiteness or proximity to like non-blackness is like i'm gonna use that to dunk on you and like people were very upset about this and but I think it's like a, a pattern that exists throughout the show with some of the characters and just in life of like since Santana which she's also the show has said that like she prefers like they they both have chased black men like, like who look visibly black but since Santana has said that she create like she chased or she wants black men because they treat her better than they treat black women like visibly black women um sorry I'm having a brain fart then they treat visibly black women like she's she states that preference out loud and then plays into that preference and of course and then uh Angela Yee's dumbass I hate can't stand Angela Yee was like oh well you know the black girls are gonna be mad at you and it's like no I think that that's just weird that that's where you're going like you're purposely picking like you you're picking a man who will pick you yes I guess you're going where you're wanted but you're not wanted for the right reasons like you're wanted for anti-black reasons and I, I mean that's your journey right but then also at the same time both the black men and the 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 uh, racially ambiguous women denigrate black women and are very fucking nasty and are thinking like oh I'm so much better and there's I'm gonna put this in my bio but there's a refining 29 article that details out kind of like a lot of this experience of racially ambiguous people and or lighter skinned people and I think too like everyone's like saying like well Erica's seemingly black even though she has like a, a t- like she has some melanin but like nowhere near like compared to spice like spice is a dark-skinned black woman and people are saying like oh well you know she might have some african lineage and i'm like i think it's two things like i think what actually really does kill me is that people cannot differentiate between race ethnicity and nationality like and you could still be like you can still be puerto rican and dominican but that is your nationality that's not your race like and i hate to cut i be thinking sometimes i'd be simplifying it down but it really is black or white are you black or white those are the races a lot of that other shit is your ethnicity or your nationality and your ethnicity is like a collection of like similar language similar like uh, religion similar like heritage in terms of like history like stuff like that and then your nationality is obviously where you're born and then your your let me look up race but i think it's phenotype hold up define race okay yes race refers to a concept of dividing people into groups on the basis of various sets of physical characteristics and the process of ascribing social meaning to those groups right okay ethnicity describes the cultural people in a given geo- geographic region including their language here oh i kind of ate that up religion and customs i kind of ate that up so like and those are the differences when we're talking about like what it means to identify as something so erica minna she's just racially ambiguous like she she probably is like mixed race like down in down in her history but she's racially ambiguous spice is clearly black like you could look at erica Mena, er, i'm gonna fuck with this lady's name but you could look at erica Mena and say hey girl i kind of don't know what you are like you could be biracial you could be mixed and you could look at spice and say that she's black so like those two things i'm like when we're having these conversations i feel like that should be the basis for what we're having these conversations as but also like how you show up in the world is really what box you could check like you could look like you could be black but look white and pass and be like which Okay, we're not getting into the genetics of like the actual possibility but what i'm saying is like you could be 80 percent black and kind of look white and you could maybe check the biracial ba- the biracial box or like the mixed race box and call it a fucking day like it is all about how you show up in the world and how people choose to ascribe you like what is it ascribing social meaning to those groups if you can kind of circumvent that social meaning because you look like something else and you have a whole another social meaning and it really just gets back to the colorism thing because like Erica is a lighter skinned woman and Spice is a dark skinned woman and it's just like watching all of these people in this industry or like what not in this industry I don't really care like what do I have skin in the game but watching people try to defend Erica and say like what she said wasn't that bad or like 
it's not that big of a deal like colorism is not that big of a deal when colorism actually does have real world implicate like it has real life implications like that affect people's quality of life like and I think one hill I will always die on is the colorism hill because I think that people don't even recognize that they're doing it and I peeped on like girl if that's how you move that's how you move but like it was it's just baffling I mean maybe it shouldn't actually be that baffling that people are, are defending her because I think that people are really always going to kind of defend whiteness to some degree and watching like dark-skinned black women have to bear the cross of like having to explain what's is fucked up and then watching brown skin or lighter skin people be like well uh I like what did she do that that's so bad that's that's not that bad and everyone's saying like oh because also like she got fired which is a whole mess because like obviously they saw in the cutting room floor and they still chose to air but she got fired and was like well saying I don't think she deserved to get fired and I do think there should be actual consequences for denigrating black women as a person who does have a closer proximity to whiteness and I'm not even saying like I mean it is what it is but like I think there should actually be real world consequences for colorism like it is actually very harmful like i i don't i don't i don't get what the girls don't get like so it's just actually very crazy i think you about to lose your job you should lose your fucking job like you shouldn't have a you shouldn't have a platform if that's her gonna use your platform and the article also brought up a really good point about like she's calling spice a monkey but she is raising her her her, her safari is like brown he's dark skinned she's raising black babies and it was also the thing with Danny Leitch that was kind of weird I'm like girl you're raising a black girl and that's how you think as her light-skinned mom and I think too like I I deal with a family where my mom and my grandma are light-skinned even though my mom's delusional thinks she's dark it's actually very insane or she thinks she's brown skin I'm like you're actually very delusional sister and I'm here to tell you who exhibit very color like colorist tendencies I just could imagine like I mean, I have lived it like, to some degree, but I just can imagine your mom treating you or having that behavior of I'm better because I'm lighter and then raising brown and dark skinned babies. Like that is some cognitive dissonance for you. Like that's actually very crazy. So it's just, it just all around like, <sighs> it just sucks. But I'm also kind of glad too that like colorism is kind of more in the mainstream and that like we're able to really name what is happening like people are able to call it out uh as soon as it happens like that feels very powerful but it's also just like girl I don't know like I need y'all to stop acting like this because I I mean I've been in personal experiences where like just taking up space and not taking accountability for how you contribute to white supremacy like and I've been in spaces in my personal life where I've seen lighter skinned women I'm just gonna say lighter skin women whatever they're genetic, like that doesn't matter do that and it's like very aggravating like just take ownership and take some accountability and just dig a little deeper because you're going to have if you really want to be in community with all black well I don't know if they're like I don't it's see like it's actually so confusing but if you identify if you identify as Afro-Latino whatever like try to just dismantle some of that shit you got going on so you can really be in community with the black girls but I think like Jocelyn Hernandez is actually such a great example of that because she always talks about like I'm not an Afro Latina I'm black I'm a black woman and I'm like work sister and she ate up Amber Rose on College Hill which is actually a very good show by the way I mean you do have to subscribe to BT plus but like it is a very good show um but where she had to eat up uh Amber Rose for her her dumb shit so yes ultimately those are my thoughts that she deserved to get fired let's all just take stock of how we contribute based on our hue to systemic oppression and racist or systemic oppression and anti-blackness against darker skin folks that's all i'm saying okay but anyways now i want to talk about some white skin girls i'm actually really rooting for okay because i think there's this myth that i'm not really i'm not rooting well i have beef with all biracial people i think that's a myth shout out to my friends because that's I think they think that which is fine I mean it takes a lot to impress me I'm just saying but um tell me why and this is actually a hot take for me I'm actually kind of liking some of the, the shit that Lotto is putting out even though I think her name even though she wants to change it it still stands for Mulatto bitch like you're not fooling anybody I do like put it on the floor and she do kind of eat up her acting bag and um and uh grownish so that's actually very crazy uh india amartifo from fucking um from from fucking bridgerton which i mean shonda rhymes did eat it a bit and i actually did go watch uh 
the first season of Bridgerton. I watched that shit twice in a row. It was so good. Um, I'm trying to think. There were some other people on my list, but they are not uh, coming to name. Tessa Thompson. I'm always going to root for my sister. I do love Tessa Thompson. Okay, sorry. I just had to pull up a list. There was some young girls. Why am I forgetting? I got to take better notes because I'm like looking at my notes. I'm like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, Naomi Campbell's bi- multiracial. That's what they're saying. I did not know that. Okay, so they're not even showing young girls. They're just showing old girls. Okay. Um, but I can't believe Lotto is the only biracial girl I'm really rooting for. And India. But I'm like, there was somebody else that I cannot remember. I cannot <sighs> recall. And it's bothering me because I'm root- I'm rooting for some girls. Hold up. Look, IMDB got me a list. Whitney Peak, I think she can I think she can kind of act like she was saving Gossip Girl just a tad. Just a tad. Alexander Ship, I don't know if I'm really rooting for her. Let me actually confirm cuz I could actually be Well, I don't think Sister can really act like that, but she was kind of giving in the Barbie movie. Oh, she did play Aaliyah. That was bad uh hold on okay so i really don't know sister let me i'm not gonna play this but anyways i i do even though i did have that big spiel on colorism and a lot of did call her assistant orangutan and put that on instagram crazy i do like put on the floor and i think that she is improving but i don't think her name is two things can be true i don't think her name is i still think her name is fucking bullshit but i do like some of the music she's putting out and i'm excited to see what else she puts out and that's not on that let's see what did i give y'all today i gave y'all an hour wow i do gotta go back and edit and i hope i hope this made sense i hope i hope most of it made sense i i a plus for effort a plus for yeah that makes sense <laughs> But yeah, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Excited to be. I think, I mean, I think I'm more consistent than I've ever been in the past. But like I said, maybe I'm talking about shit. Maybe I'm not talking about shit. Uh, But I do appreciate you spending this time with me because you could literally be doing anything else in the world, but you chose to spend it with me. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. I'm hoping the next episode is i'm having the brain farts are farting today but i'm hoping another episode next week where i do the corporate baddie episode and then i hope to have another episode after that with another guest and i'll be back to some solo work and then maybe another episode with another guest and then back to solo um but yeah thank you for listening and um i'll see you in the next episode